Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Tom. Triple D's, what it do. Yep, yep, yep. And so today we have a special national championship edition for you guys. <clears throat> Obviously, as you guys know, been talking about the tournament for a while, and Baylor ended up beating Gonzaga to win the national championship 86 to 70 last night. In this game, Jared Butler led all scores with 22. He had seven assists as well. Davion Mitchell, 15 points, five assists, six rebounds, <clears throat> and 19 points for Teague as well as Baylor's three guards led the way. For Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs tried it 22 points on 8 of 15 shooting. Um, Timmy, 5 of 7, 12 points, but a tough night for him with five turnovers. Darnell, what did you see out of this game? Man, I saw uh, I saw a really prepared Baylor team. I saw a team that, you know, really shot well from the field. Um, you look at the way... Marcus, not Marcus, but Jared Butler played. I thought he was really good. I thought he played a really good floor game. He was. He finished six of fourteen. He started to miss some down the stretch once the lead was, you know, kind of blown open a little bit. But he was four of nine from three. He was six of six from the free throw line, and it just seemed like every time he got into an isolation moment, you know, he just got a bucket and. They had a really good game from Teague. He had 19. Flagler off the bench. Hey, he had 13. He was three or four from three. Just all of the guards from Baylor just were dominant. And for Gonzaga, there were a lot of moments where you see Drew Timmy out in the perimeter getting switched on, and he was just getting eaten alive. And he really struggled, you know, with foul, with foul trouble, and that, that's why he only finished with 12 points and five he did have five turnovers, which was not obviously great, but a great perform or yeah, a great game from Jalen Suggs in the, in the loss. But Kispert didn't shoot well from the field. He was two for seven from three, five of twelve overall, and they just didn't have enough to can just to compete with what Baylor had on the night. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Dom, what did you see out of this one? I mean, <clears throat> obviously, you know, they're two of the higher offensive scoring teams in, in the, the leading into the game. And, um, you know, Baylor was better at shooting and Gonzaga was better at finishing and like, you know, paint play and all that type of stuff, you know, inside the perimeter. So, you know, that's what that's pretty much what it was going to come down to. But the main thing that I saw was the rebound battle, Gonzaga had 22 and Baylor had 38. So if they're going to get out rebounded 16, and then not only that, it's not like even like it was just defensive rebounds. Like the dude, um, Mark Vital, he had 11 rebounds. Eight of them were offensive. And, you know, Drew Timmy, for all that he is on offense, like Darnell was just saying, as soon as he left the paint, he got cooked <laughs> by by whatever guard he was guarding. But not only that, you can't be 6'10 and not rebound. 
Because it's not like the other, it's not like Vital was, you know, even 6'10. Vital right. was 6'5 out rebounding him. Like, it, it, if if you're not if you're not gonna play if you're not gonna be like great on defense because you know he was fouling everybody if you're not gonna be great on defense and you can't rebound at six ten then and so the only and you're a big the only way you're really gonna be effective out there is if you score and they they didn't give him the ball enough like to score but mm-hmm. you know that but that really was his only kind of contribution out there so because as soon as he wasn't scoring he was pretty much invisible so I think that played a big part on it they just needed extra rebounding that they weren't able to get you can't just let one dude get eight offensive rebounds because then Thamba got three on his own so I really think it just came down to the to the rebound battle especially the offensive rebounds yeah, I mean, for this one, Baylor just came out early, and they just – their speed just caught Gonzaga way off guard. They didn't know what to do. Suggs out there fouling, so those two fouls kind of led to, <clears throat> you know, that early lead. And the other thing was, hey, man, it became clear that they really had three shooters, but Nemhard could do nothing. Um, Suggs was kind of okay from the point line. And Kispert, who we talked about last time, was just a liability on defense and on offense. He's turning the ball over. My guy, Drew Timmy. I got to take it back, man. I don't know now. <laughs> if you just go and get beat out by, by you know, <clears throat> a short, fat Tristan Thompson, you can't get any rebounds. I got, I, got, I got nothing for you, man. You can't let that dude get eight. Not eight. Eight offensive rebounds, and you end up with zero offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Can't let him get 11 to your five. Um, and then Thamba had three more offensive rebounds. It was just, and it was just that it was like from the jump they were just like, oh, we can get rebounds on these guys. They like we couldn't, they couldn't do it on Houston. Against Houston, it was one shot, and then and Houston was getting offensive boards anyway. They like, oh, we can do it. On them. Um, and what's up? Hello, Thamba might be the best name in bas- in college basketball. <laughs> it is a pretty great. I got hoes. I need I need him I need him to make it to the NBA just so I can see Mo Bamba versus Flo Thamba. Like that's just that's just a matchup we gotta see. <laughs> 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 it, it's just right there. He, I don't know if he'll make it, but hey man, the, the names are right there. Yeah, he did foul out and miss every shot. So I don't know if he's gonna make them. <laughs> he did do both of those things. <laughs> um, I got, I got another question. Um, mm-hmm. this one's for Dom. Yesterday, you said that you thought that Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler were both second-round picks. Do you want to take that back today? They can, they can be late first. I don't know. Jared Butler, Jared Butler really is a bucket, though. I mean, how tall is he? I've been telling y'all, uh, Butler is the best player on the team. I don't care. Jared Butler, Jared Butler was a bucket. <laughs> he didn't look too tall to me out there on the floor. 
He's and listed at six three. And if bro, if Mitchell literally just gonna beat him, fuck it. He can post the lead. <laughs> if he go, if bro, I saw him shoot a free throw. And Donovan Mitchell is like the only dude in the league that every time he shoots a free throw, you know, he closes his eyes, he takes a deep breath. Like that's his I've noticed the same thing. I, I saw Davion Mitchell do the same thing. I was like, bro, so he just gonna be him. <laughs> like, like <laughs> he gotta be his brother or something. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> you can't just steal the man whole free throw routine on top of it all. But, hey man, I mean, uh, I, I could, I mean, I could see both of them making the league. I thought second. I, I do still think it's more the team, because the team, the team itself really is just good. They have, they just have so many assets. But mm-hmm. if there was anybody that I think could make the league, it would definitely be those two. I think if Vital was a little taller, well, Vital twenty four, he, he a super senior out there bullying these little kids. Nice. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> so I'm about so, to join Division Three. I can just I can just gain some weight. You rebound. <laughs> give me a give me yeah, a man, you know three. exactly what Vital did right after the game, man. You know, straight all them all them little Wendy's commercials. <laughs> he went straight to Wendy's. Went straight there like Reggie Miller. Fell asleep. <laughs> the but, crazy part about it is off, they got four. They listed Thamba as the only forward on the roster. We're on the starting lineup, and everybody else is listed as guards. That was not, that's how short Vito is. I was not a fucking guard. I don't he think he's a guard either. He's guard slash forward, but not a not a not a, not a guard at all. <laughs> Play like a guard, but I mean, he got guard height. He's guard height. Okay, he better go forward. He's oh, a he's a Tucker vibes, he's, man. He's Grant. No, he's Grant Williams. <laughs> Grant, Grant Williams is six six. Yeah. So he's just Grant Williams, short, fat, <laughs> a, a, a short, fat forward. Like yeah, I, I, he, he he just only gonna have so much value in the league because you see the value that Grant has. Grant be trying as hard as he can. He just has so many. It's just, it's just, it's just things he can't control. I mean, he can control part of it, but he can't control height. So you feel me? <laughs> yeah. Unless he just slimmed down about thirty pounds, <laughs> he's gonna keep being an average player, a below average player. But one thing, I don't, I don't think Vida won't make it. One thing to note: Mitchell and Butler are juniors, so they're kind of older. Just throwing that out there. So they have been there for a while. Yep. Teague was a senior too. So yep. And now they're old. I mean, for I'm just sad. I'm just I'm just mad Nemhard completely sold. The Yai didn't do anything. And my guy Timmy. Apart. Can't have five Timmy turnovers. Can't keep- Timmy can't keep getting out rebounded by this little ass nigga, bro. <laughs> uh, nah, if you're five inches taller than the guy. <laughs> yeah, we got we gotta do something, man. Can't have that. Yeah, that that's yeah, that NBA. That NBA look is that's looking pretty bad right now. 
All right, so let's take a look back um, at the tourney. Dom, what were some of your favorite moments of the tourney, players that impressed you, um, maybe even things that disappointed you, things like that? Um, okay, so um, some, of, some of the things that some, – so some of the, you know, things that, you know, impressed me the most were, you know, some of the underdog teams that were able to make big runs like Oral Roberts and um, – um, UCLA getting as far as they did. You know, some of the some of the um, you know lower tier teams out there making it as far as they did. Um, but some things that disappointed me. I wanted to see them go further. You know, if they're just gonna be there, <laughs> then you know. And the thing is, it's not like they went there and they got fucked up. Like both games, Oral Roberts and UCLA. UCLA against um, Gonzaga. And um, Oral Roberts versus um, was it Arkansas? They lost it. Yeah, Oral yeah. Roberts versus Arkansas. Like they both came down to the last second shot. <laughs> so, I mean, it just would have been interesting seeing you know some of those lower tier teams going higher. You know, the 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 big thing that people love about the NCAA tournament more so than like the NBA is just that like you know, there's a higher probability of a, of a lower-tier team making advancing as far as, like, the higher-tier team just because it's one game as opposed to, you know, a seven-game series. So, and some of the players that impressed me, I mean, you know, um, Amos for, 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 Oral, for Oral Roberts, he was impressive. Oh, Banner was until that last game where he stole. <laughs> anything um you know Juzang for UCLA you know he, he he was definitely impressive he carried them completely that one game and then obviously the last game he he, he did as much as he could to try and beat Gonzaga um you know Jalen Suggs and in, in, in the shot was was highly impressive obviously I mean that game was you know that game was obviously the highlight of the whole of the whole tournament it was it was a fast paced fun game. Even though I didn't watch any of it, I only watched like the last ten minutes of it. it was still thoroughly entertained. So you know, um, yeah, and and I think and and you know the way the NBA's the way the NBA has been moving for like you know the last ten fifteen or so years. You know, it's becoming more shooting heavy, and you know Baylor winning being the best three point shooting team in the league. It just continues with the trend. I don't know if most college teams are like that, but you know, Baylor was athletic enough on defense. They could they they could hang with defense. They could hang in defense with, with Gonzaga. I guess UCLA wasn't as good at defense, but you know, they could hang in defense with, with Gonzaga and you know, they were just they were able to make all their threes. And that's really what it came down to. They, they shot 43% from three, where Gonzaga shot 29%. So, you know, that's just the way that's just the way that the, the sport is going now. So, you know, that's just my outlook on the tournament. I didn't watch like every game, so I I can't say too much about you know the teams that I didn't pay attention to. But of all the teams that I didn't notice, those are all of my outlooks. That's okay. We didn't ask you about the teams you didn't watch. Thanks. Thanks, Dom. Um <laughs> 
Darnell, what were your what were your thoughts, your games, moments, players, and disappointments? For my games, obviously, um, it was the Gonzaga and UCLA game. That was the best. Probably, yeah, it was obviously the highlight of the tournament, like Dom said. And, you know, just looking back, I just enjoyed watching some of the prospects um, that we're probably going to see at the next level next year. I enjoyed um, – I, I like what I saw like Evan Mobley for USC, obviously. He didn't finish the way I would have liked him to. It was a little disappointing the way he finished the tournament, but he's just still an intriguing prospect, and I expect him to get drafted high. Obviously, Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga, another – you know, highly ranked guard coming in, highly heralded coming out of high school. Um, <laughs> and I think that there was obviously Juzang, there was Teague, Butler, and Mitchell for Baylor that were impressive. Drew Timmy was impressive for me. And my biggest disappointment was just overall in the Big Ten. For if you watched any of the season, the Big Ten was the most dominant conference all year long. And it just looked like they would have not only, you know, one team make it, but, you know, multiple teams make it down to maybe even the Final Four. So just for them not to have any representatives in Michigan to be the last one and for them to lose the way they, in the fashion they did, it was just very disappointing for the conference. And it was. I mean, I guess it was thrilling for it to be so many underdogs that were, you know, advancing. But it was just obviously a disappointment for the, some of the blue bloods like the Dukes and the and the Kentuckys that didn't make the tournament at all. So it's a diff- it was a different type of year, and I think it was fun. So I really enjoyed it. It's a new game, man. It's yeah. It's different than NCAA. Some of my games um, definitely would be basically all the Oral Roberts games. Those were all like five points or less um, from the jump. So those were incredible. Um, obviously, UCLA, Gonzaga. I wonder if any steam is going to get taken out of it historically because Gonzaga went to the championship game got thumped. But either way, that was obviously the best, still, still the best game I've ever seen, um, at least in college. Um yeah, that that UCLA, who are they playing? Alabama game that went into overtime was pretty crazy too. Um, so that one. My players, obviously Juzang inspired me. Um <laughs> Timmy until, you know, he let he let short Tristan just eat him alive. Um <laughs> Suggs. And Butler. Butler, man, for a while, till the second half of that game, I was like, bro, have I seen Butler miss a shot? Like, have I seen him miss a shot? Dude was just, he was hitting everything. Definitely them. And Abesmus. Obviously, Abesmus and O'Banner. My disappointments, I agree with you, the Big Ten as a whole. They were the only one seeds to not make the Final Four. Came out of the Big Ten. So... There's two of them. Um, yep. How State obviously losing the first round. One thing that I was impressed with, though, 
Only one team. I know they were in the bubble and everything, but only one team left because of COVID concerns. So you had a field of 64, 68, really. Um, and yeah. only one game got canceled. Just wonder, they're still kids. So they still, you know, having to deal with that. You never know the maturity level, but um, they're all clearly focused on staying safe. So this is the, the obviously this is the exact reason it got canceled last year. Um, so for that to happen, and, and honestly, it was the reason I didn't really watch that much this year. I didn't know if this was even going to work, to be honest. Yeah. I really didn't. I didn't think it would, but um, kudos to them. They had Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith were both complaining because they're like, man, we can't even leave. It's garbage. <laughs> But hey, man, name <laughs> safety and everything. Stay safe. Oh, one other thing I really liked um, the halftime show, at least in the final four, was really cool. I do like Charles Kenny. Um, Greg's doing a good job, and Clark Kellogg actually, you know, knew everything about college. So that was pretty cool. As soon as they got Andy Emberg out of there, they got Cleveland legend, man. Huh? Clark Kellogg. Clark Kellogg. Yeah. I was I mean, hey man, because Andy Andy was Andy was killing my vibes, but <laughs> switched him out for Clark and was like, ah, okay, cool. This works. This we can do. Um and yeah, obviously we hope that you know it's it's like this is one of the things with the tournament. You get you get emotionally attached to these players. Like, man, this guy can be good. This guy can be good. This guy can be good. Normally, only like two of them are good tops. And then, you know, most of them will be like, man, I didn't even see that guy in college. And that's just how it ends up going. But wish them all the best. Um, I think that the Baylor guys are going to be just leaving for the draft. I mean, I don't know what else they could do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're leave. They, they got to leave. Yeah. Their stock couldn't be any higher than it is right now. Yeah. And you know, butterball. So we need you in there. So let's go butterball. <laughs> we need you in there. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Damn, Drew. That's a bad look for you, Drew. Yeah, because remember, because remember, we were watching um Baylor, Arkansas, and I was like. Bro, why the fuck is this dude on the team, bro? He's not doing anything. All he's doing is fouling these niggas. Played <laughs> it against Houston, too. He didn't uh, do anything. He found the right guy. He didn't do a damn thing. I was like, why the fuck is he here? <laughs> but then against Baylor, I mean, against Gonzaga, I was like, ah, okay. I see his value now. Because he really is just a hustle player. Now, he was hustling hard as shit. And you feel me? Just, he, was, he was diving for every play. Like he would go, he would go up there and just like snatch the rebound and fall on the ground, like on some shit I would never do in my life type shit. Like he, he really is trying to make it, make it <laughs> type shit. He's gonna like, be a nice player. Man, I respect in this, huh? He's gonna be a nice player in China. He's he gonna be a great player in China. <laughs> if he if he was just a little taller. He would be Craig Williams, yeah, we know. No, we we heard you. He'd be grand. He was an inch taller. <laughs> He's a smooth grand. I don't even know because he can't even pretend to shoot. 
<laughs> he did take that one shot. Clank. It was pretty ugly. Grant pretends he hits a couple of them. But anyway, um, real quick, before we move on, there was news yesterday. Everyone, everyone saw it, man. The legendary one of one of, and this is saying a lot. The most legendary Instagram lives that have happened in a while. Yeah, definitely. COVID, no reason. Everyone's been doing it, right? Tory Lanez had a whole TV show off of it. Yes, he did. But this man, Paul Pierce, said he needed to yep. make history. He went out there on Instagram around some nice ladies of the night. Some <laughs> call them strippers. The beautiful, the beautiful ladies. Yeah. The, the beautiful ladies. My man showed himself getting a haircut. Yes, sir. And around these women. And ESPN didn't love it. No, they didn't. They fired him. Not at all. Yes, they, they did. On his off day. Yep. Just like Craig. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fired him straight on his off day. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just having a party. Paul and, maybe Paul Pierce and Ice Cube can make a movie together. <laughs> there you go. Yo, that movie... Yo, that movie would be lit. Yo, tell me why, bro. I'm looking at YouTube and they got they got Paul Pierce high. They have Paul Pierce the Instagram live, and it's like before they even look at the Instagram live, they really got him on the court. I'm crying. Anyway, like, like he's still a player, but whatever. Um Darno, what were your what were your thoughts on this this one? I don't know what Paul Pierce's goal was to accomplish, but obviously wow. if he was trying to get out of his contract, then that worked. Um, he said that he has some moves that he's going that he hasn't announced yet that's in the works. So we'll have to see and wait on that. But it was just really odd. And it was just like, what are you really trying to prove right now? Like I get it that. This is like your NBA player, so it's, that's probably a lifestyle that a lot of those type of athletes can, you know, acquire. But when you work for a company like ESPN, you just know the type of, you know, reputation that they have, and they're under that Disney umbrella, and certain things just aren't going to be acceptable. So I think he knew what he was doing going going into it, and he just obviously didn't care. So I don't think it was a week. Dom, what were your thoughts? I think he was drunk and, and didn't give a fuck. I don't, you know, I just think he was on some whatever shit. I'm vibing. I see, I seen Tori out here going in. I seen, man, Boosie gave the most iconic line of, of last year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about right now? Yep. Boosie gave the most iconic line of the year. <laughs> got his Instagram took right the fuck down. <laughs> so, I mean, Paul Pierce just wanted to make a moment, man. Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. 
He said, Boosie said, put your pussy lips on live and I'll give you a thousand dollars. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram straight shut his straight shut his Instagram down. He had to make a whole nother page. Yeah, man. So, you know, Paul Pierce is out there, you know. But especially like we we seen that like you know when it comes to you know anything sexual we know that they're under Disney so you know so it's more of a family oriented network and everything, but you know even with the whole Lavar situation even when he didn't say anything sexual you know he was just kind of joking around a little bit. It was definitely sexual, but all right, it wasn't <laughs> sexual. I don't think there was any sexual innuendos in that. I really don't, bro. You I can don't switch think so either. with me anytime. Like, you feel me? It wasn't even a little smirk. It wasn't a wink. It wasn't nothing like that. He had the straightest of faces. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, people were like, would he have said that to Stephen Ayerman? I really do think he would have said that to Stephen Ayerman. Maybe not Max, because Max is dry as hell. But my said to Stephen A just as a joke. Like I think I really do think he just said that shit as a, like as a joke type shit. I don't think he meant it on some on some yeah we can fuck whatever type shit. Like I really do think you feel me. His wife, his wife and children watching him on TV. <laughs> he not about to be that fucking wild. Levar a wild ass nigga, but he not about to do all that. <laughs> you feel me? But I mean. And then Paul Pierce was doing his thing. And I I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. This is not, I don't want to say it's confirmed or anything, but I heard a rumor that Cam Soda, the, the, the online, it's like an online video thing, like kind of like OnlyFans-ish, but like free, where girls go on there and just like get naked and stuff. And like, I heard they offered him um, $250,000 or something like that to host a live NBA show with strippers or something like that. I, I, <laughs> so, saw, I saw that too. I didn't know if it was real, but I yeah. didn't see that online. I hope it's real, no lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if, if Paul Pierce was able to finesse that out of that, man, <laughs> you know what? You know the first... You know the first person he called it too, Stephen Jackson. I'm <laughs> man, straight. Hey man, if you get the bag and all you gotta do is be on Cam Soda to talk about basketball with a bunch of with a bunch of strippers, bro. You know what? You fuck ESPN. Did some. I did some research. I was looking at the videos. Real. All, all that happened was they were just chilling. Weirdly, getting massages from strippers, which I didn't know strippers were good at massages. But that's all that was happening for literally 13 minutes. It's not like anyone was doing anything crazy, anything like that. But they were half naked with their, with their whole vagina on camera. So... Were they not from what I saw? This is just from YouTube, though. <clears throat> nah, I mean, like, they had like panties and shit on, but like, you feel me? You can still kind of, you can still kind of see what's there <laughs> between the pants, between the thongs. 
I mean, well, you, I mean, you know what's between the fog. I don't know. But you see it, but you can, like, kind of see it a little bit. I actually don't know what video you're talking about. All I see is them playing poker. This dude getting the massage from tripping. So, you know what? Mm. Well, Disney going to kick a nigga off for some slight shit like LeVar, like what LeVar did. You feel me? Well, not Disney, but ESPN. ESPN going to kick a nigga off for some little ass shit like what LeVar did. You feel me? <laughs> there was a theory that they were going to fire him anyway. The theory came from our, our friend. I mean, group me. But they were going to fire him anyway, and they just let him go out however he wanted to go out. Don't have any thoughts on that? That could be totally true. It could be possible. I was alluding to him possibly wanting to try to get out of his contract. Maybe his contract was expiring, and he just knew that he was going to be free sooner than later, and he just was to the point where he didn't care anymore. And obviously, he's a Celtics fan. The Celtics aren't doing great this year, so what he has nothing to cheer for. So he's like, you know what? I'm done. This man should have got fired the day he said he was better than Dwayne Wade. So that's my that's how I look at it. <laughs> ever since then, his shit gone downhill. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever taken him seriously since he ever said that shit out of his mouth. Nobody. Yeah, his, his weird like, oh, what? <laughs> His weird hate for LeBron too is like, man, give it up. It's not like, weird. You retired. No, it's not weird. It's not weird. <laughs> he he sat he sat there, looked that man dead in his eyes as he dropped forty six on his head. <laughs> <laughs> he looked him dead in his eyes when he dropped forty six that game. <laughs> Look him in his soul, man. <laughs> Damn, Paul. Well, good luck to him. Interesting question I saw while watching the video, though. Someone was like, hey, Paul, for real, are you better than Clay Thompson? These are the real questions. No, nah, he's not. Uh-huh. That's the <laughs> I think one thing, I, I, gotta, I, I think a lot of people don't understand how good Paul Pierce was in his prime. Um, because like if you look at some of the (laughs) (laughs) Paul Pierce, he'll be quick to remind you, but I gotta (laughs) I gotta side with Paul on a lot of these uh situations that he was a really, really, really good player. Obviously he wasn't Dwayne Wade. I don't think he was better than Clay Thompson either, but (laughs) he was Carmelo with ten Hall of Famers. (laughs) <laughs> if, if you give Carmelo, you give call Carmelo a whole Hall of Fame starting lineup, he would have won a he would have won a ring too. He would have won more than one. If he's going to have ten Hall of Famers in the I starting think, lineup, but I think I at their peak, Pierce I, think, I think Melo was better than Pierce. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know about. I think that be I think that's the closest person he he to though. I think he I think he closer to Carmelo than anybody else. I think that's as close you can you can say you can give or take which one's better or worse. But I think I think Paul was probably a little better on defense, but Carmelo was better, a little better on offense. Not a little better. 
Carmelo is better than Paul Pierce. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Gonna... Nothing to argue. This Carmelo <laughs> hatred that you have is who is who is hate, bro? Just compare him to a, a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Who's hating on Carmelo? That man is 13th all time in scoring. You call him okay. all years. So who, who would you compare him? Who, who would you compare Paul Pierce to? Y'all just said we we underrate in Paul Pierce. I didn't. I just said he, Carmelo. I underrate. I said he not D Wade. Is Carmelo D Wade? No. I just remember we had a conversation off air. To be fair. Where you said Kyle Lowry is doing that Carmelo Anthony stuff, and I was like, you need to stop the disrespect. Don't you? Okay, that's but that's never compare Eric Bledsoe to Carmelo Anthony. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, neither of them wanted to accept a bench role, and then as soon once Carmelo accepted a bench role, his his career got better. (laughs) Like. If Kyle Lowry accepts a bench role, his career will get better. That's all I said. I ain't say Kyle Lowry and Carmelo Anthony are the same player. I said Carmelo didn't accept his bench role. Neither did Kyle Lowry. Neither is Kyle Lowry right now. It was the fact that you put them in the same sentence and appreciate it. I took that personally. Okay, too. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I compared two Hall of Famers. Oh my God! Oh no! I need to do that. I need to compare two Hall of Famers in the same. Oh, but we know, but we know all Hall of Famers aren't made equal either, right? I mean, tell him. But we know Hall of Famers are Hall of Famers at the end of the day. Would you rather? Would you rather be, you know, in the same sentence with another Hall of Famer? Hall of Fame is for everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm so telling not, you, Eric, not, Bless, Eric Bledsoe making the Hall of Fame. No, <laughs> he's not even making an All Star game. Like, come on, man. <laughs> depends on if you. It depends on if he wins a ring or not. Bledsoe got to make one All Star game first. <laughs> Larry at least been a seven in them pitches. Give it time. He's a late bloomer. He's got to go to the right situation. Giannis wasn't the right situation. I mean, it was all defensive team like three times. All star. Did he win defensive player of the year? No. Got close. No, he didn't do it. It's all good, man. All I'm saying is Hall of Famer is closer to Hall of Famer than Hall of Famer is to no achievement. Yeah, speaking of which, um, your Hall of Famer. The Raptors have actually won two straight without the Hall of Famer, as opposed to the three straight they lost with him. Um, we just didn't we just get done saying that if he accepts his bench role, whoa, weren't the Thunder losing games? Yes. Thunder. Yes, when Carmelo was right the, there starting. Oh, then yeah, but they made the playoffs. Oh, I said yeah, but they made. Playoffs. Then the Raptors weren't the Raptors just in Game Seven of the semifinals like four, five months ago. So were the Celtics, and we laugh at them every day. Hey man, I ain't saying we not. I ain't saying we can't laugh at these niggas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, he was just in the playoffs. I like. Oh, that's on hey, man. I'm just saying. Raptors did get it. Raptors did get a good win off of, off of Gary Trent three. 
Yeah, the Wizards, I'm officially done with them. Y'all can't beat the Raptors, man. Beal wasn't there. I don't <laughs> care. He hasn't been there for a while. You got to beat somebody. There's ever a team to beat. Right there. Hey, man, when Westbrook put up 35, 20, and 15, that nigga got ridiculed. <laughs> so, speaking of he other, said, fuck, he said, fuck these wins. Other news and notes as we look at the standings real quick. The Cavs are now only three back of the 10 seed. Darnell, are you excited? No, I'm not excited. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here while you're talking. I'm looking at take a time, like. Thinking about who we're gonna draft, and I'm just doing a lot. I'm simulating the lottery, and we just keep getting the ninth and the tenth pick in the draft. And if we do that, I'm gonna throw up. Like it's <laughs> disgusting. But I do have the highlight. Darius Garland did have a career high 37 last night. He just had it going. Complete floor game was just outstanding, and that was a good sign. But yeah, like 37. no Spurs. Damn, the Spurs suck. That <laughs> <laughs> Garland goes for 37. <laughs> wasn't there. Dohunte oh. wasn't there. He is their defender. Oh, man. DeJounte Murray was not there. Yeah. On the bright side for you guys, though, the Pistons win. And the, the Thunder are going to be the problem. The Thunder you know, they're taking two good in. players. They're going to take the two best players, actually. They're slowly, <laughs> and they're slowly creeping back. And the Rockets keep losing. And the Timberwolves can win now. So it's an issue. It's a real problem. It is. Got Orlando right there, so. Orlando going to win a couple. They're going to win a few. Is Are Washington going to win anymore? I don't know. Nah, they're going to play Beal for no reason. Because they traded their first, didn't they? Dumbest shit. Year. For next year. Oh, for next year. Yeah. That's still stupid. Time. I forgot it is for next year, though. It's stupid, but hey, man, whatever. Damn, Houston. So Houston doesn't have any draft picks? No, they have their draft pick next year. This year? Or this year. They have it for this year? Yeah. I thought they I thought that was one of the ones they traded for Westbrook. No, they traded four. I think um I don't know, because I'm looking at it right now and it's and they like they have the Rockets getting their pick. Like normally they have both teams, whoever the it was originally for and who it's going to, and they have nothing for the Rockets. Mm, so I guess it's next year. Well, well don't I, worry, OKC. Okay, don't worry, OKC. <laughs> They'll still be ass. <laughs> or maybe that rocket Rockets pick is protected. It might be like top four bro, protected or something. Just trade Christian Wood for some picks, bro. I don't care no more. No, nah, you can't do that. They might as well. I know. Nah. I'm yeah. actually looking at a mock draft. They really have Corey Kispert as a lottery player. Why? Yeah, I tried to tell you, like... For what they, fucking reason? He sucks. They have him projected as the next Joe Harris. And... What? The, yeah. The NBA likes shooters. Bro, but he's and, not a shooter. He sucks. 
My man's went. My man's went two for seven, one game. Nah, it's not just one game. I've been watching him be bad for a couple of games now. Yeah. <clears throat> Kispers definitely projected lottery big. That's ridiculous. All right, so K Cunningham, Cunningham supposed to be number one. <laughs> yep. Uh, Evan Mobley supposed to be number two to the Rockets. Jalen Suggs supposed to be number three to Pistons. Oh, they're just saying who the hypothetical team. Um, Jalen yeah. Green supposed to go to the Cavs. Oh, he was in the G League. Yeah, there's a couple G League players in here. No, not even don't. They're G. That's those two players are G League Ignite players. So they're two freshmen that would have been in college, but they opted out of college to play in the G League on a special team designed oh. us so they can get paid for the season. But those are two highly – they would have been in a conversation with the Cades and the Jalen and the Jalen Suggs too, but him and Jonathan Kuminga. But so, they yeah. opted to play in the G League instead. That's smart as hell. Yeah, she get paid. What? Yeah. Shit, bro. Fuck. Fuck the NCAA, bro. What the hell? Yeah, paid like – it was something like 125,000. Man, what? Yeah, fuck, fuck. Yo, fuck the NCAA. Like Scotty Barnes, six. Moses Moody, seven from Arkansas. Yep. Uh, James Booknight from Connecticut. Connecticut. Keon Johnson from Tennessee. Corey Kispers, 10th. Oh, shit. But I saw him eighth on the mark. It's fucking ridiculous. Gosh, this actually makes me mad. Also, I'm looking at this and there's no Johnny Juzang, so I'm about to throw out all mock drafts. No Johnny Juzang. Jaden Springer from Tennessee. Isaiah Jackson. From hey, 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 Dom, Dom, we don't need you to go down the whole list. We don't care anymore. Let's see. Isaiah Jackson. I was. Do you know who Isaiah hey. Jackson is? No. See, he, he played. He, he played in college with. Uh, he played with Lamelo in college in high school. I mean, oh. hey, oh my god, hey, let's get him. Doesn't even. <laughs> let's get him. <laughs> what, Yo, what happened to that? What happened, bro? What happened to Slenderman, bro? That dude that's like seven <laughs> ten. The dude that played with Lamelo Aspire. You know what I'm talking about, Darnell? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he never like, actually like got on the nine. court. Yeah, he actually – you know, I cover Spire. But yeah. he never actually made it on the court. And he eventually transferred. But, yeah, he's like 7'7". Seven, seven. He, no, he wasn't good or anything like that. He was just tall. Oh, Jared Butler's supposed to go 27. I saw him like 17th in the mock. No, no, I saw him like 21. I saw him like 21 in the mock. This one came out um, two days ago on uh, NBC Sports. Throw out the mocks. Throw all the mocks out. They're I both, mean, they're both yeah, the mocks. Kispert should not be. I don't know what. The, hey, man, let's work. make next year, next year, let's make our own. No. I don't watch them enough to do that. I do. You don't want, you don't want to be a – all right. Nelly going to go scout. They're not got it. Yeah, I can, I can give you all a mock drive next year. There we go. 
There we go. We got our whole mock draft. Let's get it. You do NFL too? I can do NFL. NFL is tough because there's so many like trades and stuff to project. Uh, but you can't, hey man, all you gotta do is focus on NBA mock draft. I'm just talking about the mock drafts too. I'm not. Even yeah, I can do NFL. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. We got our own scouter right here. Let's go. Some hype. Excited. Oh, man. All right. Really, really quick. Um, Darnell, who was your player of the day? Game of the day? You can even do the tournament. You know, fuck it. Player of the tourney. Game of the tourney. Dickhead of the tourney. Oh, and coach of the tourney. So, my player of the tourney is probably going to be Johnny Juzang, honestly. I think he showed me the most high-end, like, scoring. He was the, the highest scorer of the tournament to me. I don't know if he finished with the statistics, but that's just what it appeared to be. And I think the game of the tournament was obviously Gonzaga and UCLA. And the coach of the tournament was Baylor's coach. Do you remember his name? Scott, Scott Drew. Yeah, Scott Drew. That's shout, shout out Scott Drew for winning the national championship. Did you see him in his post-game interview? No, I didn't. Oh, man. He was just going on and on. They said they give us a. They said they give us a movie. Yeah, like like he was just so turned up. Like it was, it was funny. But my uh, my dickhead of the tournament has to go to. Um, that's tough. I want to give it to Michigan, just because I'm Ohio State fan, and. Yeah, like they at the end of like the way they closed out the game, like air on the air ball, like they kept giving it to Wagner, who was like one for ten shooting. They just completely just fell in their face. So that's my dickhead at the tournament. I'm mad they kept. I'm mad they got all them offensive rebounds, all them fucking opportunities, just to keep missing the fucking shot. Yep. <laughs> It's like, damn, y'all fought this hard for no reason. <laughs> um, player, amen. I'm gonna give it to my boy Jared Buckets for um, you know, just going out there, and he never, he never, he didn't let any moment stop him from shooting that shot, and he didn't let any moment stop that shit from going in. <laughs> so you know what. Give it to my boy Jerry Buckets. He deserved it. He was definitely player of the night last night in the biggest in the biggest, you know, game of the the biggest game of, of his life. So you feel me? Yeah. I'll give it to him. Um game, same, obviously, Gonzaga and Ukla. You feel me? That was crazy. My boy Johnny Juzy went out there, snapped with 30. And you feel me? Everybody, you feel me? Everybody's had a good game out there. So, you know, that was definitely one of the most exciting games. Coach, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Oral Roberts coach again just for, you know, 
dragging them as far as they did with the two good players, two and a half good players out there. So, you know, just just for them to get as far as they did, being a 15 seed, making history and everything like that, you know, highly impressive. So I'll give them their love. And then Dickhead gave it to him yesterday. But since we're only doing it for the tourney, still got to give it to John Edward Bayless. Third, second, whatever he is, Mr. Skip Bayless, for out, for going out there and saying that this cannot be the best college game of all time because it was going off a lucky shot. You know, he complains about everybody not being clutch. So I'll give it right back to him just because it's authority specific. But, you know, if we're not doing tournament specific, I'm going to give it to that other nigga again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave he was honorable mention last time. Nah, this time he full on deserves it. Cause me, me and me and Demetrius were watching uh, uh undisputed, right? It was bad. It was really bad. This man, this man, Michael Rappaport, goes up there and Darnell. I'm not even going <laughs> to you, bro. This man goes up there and cries. Did he cry? He was basically crying. Oh, you, it like tears weren't running down his eyes, but he was giving it. I, I did, I didn't mean, I didn't know that it would go this far. It's just, it's just, uh, I, I perceived a threat on my life and 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 my family, and 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 he he's and he mentioned my wife, and and the only way that I want that you can mention my wife is if you call her beautiful. If if you don't, if you're not calling her beautiful, keep my wife's name out your mouth. He said he would spit on me, and I felt so attacked. I, I felt like I was gonna die. <laughs> oh gosh. man! Shut the fuck up. This is the same nigga. This is the same nigga <clears throat> has been hating on LeBron his entire life because LeBron didn't give his son an autograph. I didn't know that was about what it was about. Yeah, his son didn't give he, LeBron didn't give his son an autograph, and Michael Rappaport's hated him ever since. No wonder. Now it makes sense. Yeah, he's a little bit sense now. He's a little pussy. Kevin Durant used the right word. Nah, bro, fuck bitch. He's a pussy. <laughs> but I don't want. I don't want him to hear this though, because he really might try and roll my life next. You <laughs> <laughs> can post. You can post me on his Twitter. That's okay. Huh? We can't get fined. <laughs> we can do that fine out. I don't, I don't trust him. I don't <laughs> trust Michael Rappaport. <laughs> trust him. He <laughs> does have a lot of followers. That's how Kevin Durant got in trouble. You said what? He does have a lot of followers. That's how Kevin Durant got in trouble. Exactly. Hey, for clout. Um... Player of the tournament, Johnny Juzang. Easy. Inspired me. Goated. Um, inspired you to what? Inspired me to be better. I can't try to be better in life. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I thought your boy Tim's. I thought your boy Tim's was going to be the answer. You thought what was going to be the answer? Timmy. No, Juzang. Um, game of the tourney, Gonzaga versus CLA. 
Yeah. Game of forever. Um, my coach of the tourney is also Scott Drew. He fought for years for this. Um, he's been in Baylor since 2003. It was going to be either one of them who won because, you know, Mark Few's been doing the same thing. But Baylor's first ever national championship. And, you know, he, he built it from the ground up. What a great, you know, or, you know program. Special organization program. That's what it is. And my dickhead attorney. For this one, we got to go back a little bit. By the way, wait, really, really quick, really quick. My star of the tourney, I'm adding something. But my star of the tourney, Lily from AT&T. We love you, Lily. All my homies love Lily. Um, oh, we all love Lily. <laughs> we love Lily. This guy. Um, and my dickhead attorney, we got to go back a little bit. I'm giving it to <clears throat> the Ohio State fans. For death threats, but not only death threats, death threats to the wrong player. So, <laughs> okay, I did too. Ohio <laughs> State, y'all, y'all got that one. And, and partially because Darnell gave it to Michigan for no reason when their fans <laughs> didn't give that threat. So, so, there's the, so there you go. Damn, Darnell. It was my fault. I brought up the old wounds. Oh, man. <laughs> you forgot that happened. I, I did. Damn Nelly. Damn Nelly. <laughs> oh man. All right, but thank you guys so much for listening to the special national championship edition. <clears throat> like I was saying, um yesterday we got a lot of fun NBA games to look forward to now. As the tournament wraps up, the NBA said, you know what? Let's just start. Let's start, let's start getting into playoff form, man. I mean, the Jazz did lose to the Mavs no Porzingis last night, so whatever. But some of the games look forward to in the next couple of days. Philly, Boston. Let's go. Philly, Boston. I swear if we lose these dudes, man. <laughs> Philly, Boston, Bucks, Warriors, Blazers, Clippers, which isn't even on TV, but I don't care. That's the one. They folded. They folded. Yep. They definitely folded that one. Um, I thought Clay was going to be healthy. <laughs> I don't know what they thought. Whatever they thought, no. Um, tomorrow, Celtics, Knicks. See if the Knicks can find a way to lose that one, too. Um, <laughs> and the Sun. They're going to lose by one point. They are, but one point is still a loss. Suns, yeah, it's gonna be a last second Randall miss, and the Suns play the Jazz, and on Thursday night, hey man, we get the Bucks and the Mavs, the Blazers versus the Jazz, and the Suns versus the Clippers. This is setting up. This is setting up for a Clippers ball of epic proportions. 
The schedule literally is setting up. So bad. I don't want them to fail. You guys see where the stock is going, man. What has Paul George done to you? Nothing. Nothing to me. No, nah, he did something to me. He he helped them choke up that loss, and I got robbed of a Lakers Clippers conference finals. The world was robbed. So now we need them to lose so they can somehow play the Lakers in the first round. Amen. Let's be honest, both. You wanted both of them to drop 40, bro, because they both dropped 30 and lost. <laughs> they, they needed any sort of help from the bench. You're right. They didn't even lose Willis score more than five every game. You're right. I did want them to both score 40. Okay. You're the king of LA. You a Hall of Famer, Paul George. You an MVP, according to you. You don't call yourself playoff P. Yes. Hey, man, they get a chance to get a chance tonight against the Blazers and Thursday against the Suns. Prove me wrong. <laughs> hey, good luck. Good luck to the Clippers, man. Hopefully Rondo can come in and make a difference. Oh, did you see the report? Paul George says Rondo comes in and he's the leader already. Told y'all he was coming in to start, man. Even though he is coming off the bench right now. They set that man up for failure. They said, don't look at us. He's the leader now. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. He the captain now. Pointing right to that nigga. They said, this is our <laughs> This is Rondo's team. And you know what? We're, we're missing the most important part of it all, too. Forget Paul George. Forget Kawhi Leonard. Forget Patrick Beverly. Forget Rajon Rondo. Forget all of them. They have DeMarcus Cousins now. <laughs> I forgot. They did just sign DeMarcus Cousins for a 10-day contract. <laughs> I, I just can't wait to see how that's going to go. <laughs> Let them lose these two games in a row. Cousins not going to get re-signed from the 10-day. They lose these two. He's out. <laughs> Shit, he might get re-signed from the 10 day. But that's not that don't mean he's not gonna force his way out. Oh man. <laughs> he gonna ruin that team from the inside, bro. Paul just talks too much. Don't let these niggas start selling with him right there. <laughs> he gonna tell them niggas they suck. Damn. Rip. Hey, man, but thank you guys so much for listening, man. I hope you guys enjoy it. So, for Darnell and Dom, this is Demetrius, and um, have a good one. Later. Triple Ds. Deuces. <laughs>